Welcome to the Talking Ink Seren Poetry Festival episodes. You want to see someone being themselves, but like being so themselves, that it's almost quite liberating, it's quite empowering. I'm Lucy Smith. In February 2020, I had the wonderful opportunity to interview eight poets, both emerging and established voices, at the festival venue, the Temple of Peace in Cardiff. In this episode, I meet Roberto Pastore, otherwise known as Bert, who has released his debut collection, Hey Bert, with Parthian Books. Everything is equally important in our lives, you know, so whatever memories we have, they'll all carry with us. They're all who we are. We talk about finding happiness, the strange power of poetry readings, and celebrating the smaller things in life. Bert starts us off by reading us one of his poems. It's called Infused with Chamomile, Lavender and Catnip. These last months I've been trying to grow lemon balm from seed. Little pots on all the windowsills. It is a small experiment in living, kindness, while I have no sense of purpose. I read about cultivars and powdery mildew. Somewhere in the middle of it all, I find myself cuffed to the wrists of your hair. Fumbling around the basement, I stumble upon a box filled with your hair. That night, I dream of stabbing a fork into a bowl of it, twirling it around like spaghetti and scoffing it down. It's true, I just wanted this world to feel a bit more like home. My old art teacher used to say, when you're feeling listless, make a list. So I make a list of the things that help me feel rooted. Cats, beetroot, dynasty, wild, Bob Dylan, time of Shan. These periods of flatness are okay. I entrust them. I too am an experiment in living and kindness. I know what's in the basement. I love everything above and below. Never again will I refute joy. Never again will my heart be a mechanical claw in a lonely arcade. What I lack in ambition, I try to make up for in devotion. I take my pots of sprouting lemon balm out for a walk. We enjoy all the rank smells of summer. I describe the sky to them. Blue and transparent, I say. Blue and transparent. Just sort of um, talk us through some of the ideas behind the poem yeah, and the collection, if that leads if that sure. into that. Yeah. Sure. Um, well, the collection kind of came about at a bit of a turning point in my life, in that I had been sort of working in retail and sort of full time for you know, 15 years or so, and I just got to a point where I just felt like I was hitting a wall. I felt like uh, my mental health wasn't, wasn't coping really well. Um, so I sort of took a step back and I quit my job. And I had this sort of strange period in my life then where I was kind of, you know, nearly 40 and kind of fumbling around for like, who am I? What am I going to do with my life? Um, and I started writing again, which is, you know, something that I done a lot of uh, when I was uh, in my teens and in my 20s and I um, wrote at university and I was part of the uh, spoken word scene in uh, Carlisle where I sort of went to uni and I, it all came sort of back to me so um, I think I just created this space where it could come through 
and it kind of all flowed from there and then I kind of studied, started studying med um, herbal medicine. I, I got a job as a lollipop man. I, um, I just kind of felt like I was building my own life the way I kind of wanted it to be and the writing sort of came through with that. So I started, I just sent it out and um, Parthian liked it and uh, it kind of all came from there. So it kind of almost like a, is a record of that moment in my life, I think. Yeah. It brought back lots of um, memories as well, that sort of having that space kind of connected me to myself and the people I've been through through the years. I was, yeah, I was going to say, reading the collection, it feels like a lot of it feels joyous. It's sort of that moment when you're almost over the hump, like revelations, that's what it feels like to read. So were you in that space yeah, writing it then? Good, I'm glad it feels like that. I was also quite conscious to do that with it. I was almost like writing to myself and keeping myself quite sort of buoyant. But yeah, I think my worldview has really changed in recent years. I feel like, um, I think once you get to know yourself, you kind of find this sort of happiness. Um, I think once you realise you can get, sort of once you empower yourself and get the power back into your life, like I kind of did, and, and you know, it's all it's all ongoing. Um, I feel like you just find this sort of centre, which kind of feels grounding. Um, and, you know, that, that, you know, that, that sense of, of finding a home or finding a, a sort of a centre is really important to the collection, I think. Yeah, I was going to say, are you, are you aware of making your readers feel like that in this? Because I have to say, I took this, I went travelling last month on my own, yeah. and I took this with me, and I found it like a, a companion. I felt oh, less really? alone That's reading these I things. love hearing yeah. that. That's great. Yeah. That, do you set out to want to have create that feeling, or do yeah. you just start from... I think um, a lot of it's to do with the sequencing of the, of the poems. I kind of wanted it to move um, in a particular way towards um, a much more sort of um, earth, earthy kind of reality, sort of grounded sort of sense of happiness towards the end. So it, go, it does sort of go through various, you know, like energies, I think, throughout the collection. Um, but I wanted it to move in a certain way that it was kind of almost moving towards a kind of sense of peace. So, uh, yeah, I'm really glad if people get that out of it. Um, I also am just really conscious, I think, if you've been to lots of poetry readings or, you know, creative writing classes and things like that, um, especially, you know, through your 20s and 30s, it almost becomes quite a competitive, like who has the most trauma in their life or who has the most sort of edgy poetry. And having sort of gone through a lot of that, um, I, yeah, I think consciously I was trying to move away from that element of confessional poetry. I think like just because you're being soul-searching or confessional, it doesn't necessarily have to be dark. Um, and I, I think as a, I, I just feel like a massive responsibility, especially if I'm reading, of not piling trauma on people. I think you have to be really conscious, especially at this time, you know, in the world, that people are uh, approaching these things and you don't know their life experiences, you don't know what they've been through, you don't know what they're bringing to the room and you know words are powerful and they can be triggering, they can, I think I'd rather someone walked away from reading the book or coming to a reading with a sense of being, up, being lifted or having a sense of uh, empowerment than, come, than, than being in some way affected negatively and I think there is a focus um, often with poetry on the dark. And I think that's all in the book. I think that there is, you know, hopefully there's you know, sort of shade. But I really was conscious that 
you know, people at this particular time need a lot of light. They need to see that there's um, a sense of community and connection. And I, so I was quite conscious writing it, but I didn't want to add to the darkness, you know. One of the nice thing that's, things that's come out of the collection is so many old friends sort of contacting me again that I haven't spoken to for years and just it's coming out of the woodwork and being like, you know, I haven't seen you for 10 years, 15 years, but I've, I've been through similar things, you know, and like, and it's sort of because I've kind of stretched myself out there a little bit more than I would have done. They've kind of reached out as well. So sometimes if, if you see someone else doing, you know, being a little bit brave or, or, or trying to say something that isn't maybe necessarily, you know, always acceptable in normal conversation. It's that thing that everyone wants that. So everyone kind of then suddenly thinks, okay, they've taken that risk. I can take the risk and I can get back in touch with them or, you know. So I think that's the nice thing. That's the nice thing about readings is that thing of like, I've kind of put myself up there and I'm not comfortable with that. You know, like, it's like the most solitary thing you can do is like write a poem, you know, by yourself, about, about yourself. And then suddenly um, you have to like read it to people. Yeah. So it kind of explores that whole other side of the poem, which is kind of okay. I didn't really write this to myself in the end. I actually wrote it to be out there. And if it makes someone else say their truth or you know whatever, then that's that's hopefully the, the whole point. You know, I've made so many nice friends. You know, just from doing these things that. It's just, it's just nice, isn't it? I think, and, and you've already kind of broken the ice because it's like, okay, you know all these details about my life. Yes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know my insights. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Do you prefer to read out your poems to people or would you prefer that they sit on their own and read to themselves? I don't know, really. I, I, think, they, I, think, I think I'd probably prefer people to read them themselves in their own, you know, in their own life, in their own time, you know. But I think there is something that, and I've had people say that, you know, they've read the poems, but it's not until they've heard them that they kind of fully understand or fully get the intention. So I think, yeah, like I said, if, I, if I'm reading them well, then I feel really pleased about that, that I've managed to get across more of the poem than maybe you would pick up on. Yeah. The poetry sort of lends itself to being reread, doesn't it? So I think... Yeah. Hearing it is almost like rereading it a few times, you know, once you've heard it, it kind of stays with you a bit longer. Does that make sense? It does. <laughs> I, I'm just sort of thinking, because I was talking with someone else about how once you've written the poem, it, it belongs to the world now, it's not yours. Mm. But the very fact that maybe you can get more out of hearing the poet read it, I don't know, yeah. does that mean it's still a bit as <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know, I'm still holding on, I still want the poems to belong to me, I don't want them yeah. to belong to anyone else. It's, I know. It's a weird thing. It's it's a really, it's a strange activity, you know. What you do in your own time, which sort of seems almost uh, almost like a pointless activity, but but you know it's kind of important to you. Then becomes a public thing. It's really strange, you know. But you know, I've had I, I, my experience of reading at spoken word events and things like that years ago and for years and like that was quite regular. That was like once a month or so. It's taken a lot of the nerves away. So yeah, I feel, I feel quite comfortable with myself. I think that's really important. I'm not trying to present myself as, you know, <laughs> as anything other than me. And so, I, so if people don't like it, or if people don't connect to it, that's fine, you know, because not everyone is for everyone, you know, not everything is, is for everyone. So if people come to me afterwards and say they, you know, they connected to some part of it, that's it's pretty cool, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I don't. I think it makes it far easier to connect if you are being yourself as well. Yeah. I think so. I think was it? Yeah. I, I, no, I think was it. Kim, Go- Kim Gordon said something about like people like going to see a band live or something. They sort of said like people pay to see someone being brave um, or something like that. And I kind of always felt that's the thing. Is like you want to see someone being themselves, but like being so themselves that it's almost quite liberating. It's quite empowering for you, for you. We've sort of covered it, but I had more um, questions about yeah your collection coming together. Mm. You mentioned that you were very aware of how the tone shifts towards yeah. the grounding at the end. Did you yeah. say? Yeah. Yeah. How how does that come about? Does that happen in the last few months of yeah. getting it together? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would like to say that you know I had this like vision and uh, <laughs> but um, now I just uh, so I initially I wrote quite a lot of quite a few poems in one sort of batch. I had this kind of manic writing where it just kind of all came out and that was all very much of the same sort of style so I wanted to kind of build on that but as I did it and as time passed on and as you know the seasons changed and my moods changed you kind of start writing differently um, uh, so yeah I, 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 what I tried to do is piece together almost so the, the book is set out in three in three sections and I kind of see them as almost like different energy centers you know there's throat and belly and heart and uh you know they're kind of like chakras that kind of sense of like the throat is you know where you're vulnerable and how you communicate and you know the uh the belly is kind of your sort of your gut your instincts your your where you sort of hold trauma um and heart yeah it's kind of the last section which is much more sort of love and yeah how you sort of relate to other people and things like that so that sort of seemed to lend itself quite well to it and it's like I said it had that flow that I wanted whereas it kind of could go off into the realms of imagination and sort of visionary stuff and then it could just come back down to earth at the end and be like we can go off and do these things or we can explore this stuff but actually like life is just kind of an everyday sort of kind of quite a mundane activity and that's okay it's okay to to you know to not have this incredibly exciting life you know it's okay to just accept who you are and what you've got and hopefully you know all the things that we go through in our lives they kind of bring us to a sense of like acceptance of that so I kind of wanted that sense to come out of the book so towards the end hopefully you kind of feel like you've been through almost like this this journey around the body almost you know so you've been you know cerebral you've you've had this kind of like um intense or sort of more passionate kind of memories from the gut um, but then it kind of you end like all things do like with you know your feet on the ground and going to work and you know your relationships and your friends and that stuff is equally as important you know or the only important thing really but I think everything is equally important in our lives you know so whatever memories we have that we carry with us they're all they're all who we are you know so something completely inconsequential can stay with you and affect you and change who you are just as much as like some major event and so i wanted to have that sense of you know no sort of hierarchies of this is what's important i wanted like every element of your life is important every kind of sense of your body is important there's lots in the collection about the body about like moving and about hands and you know just that the idea of our bodies carry 
our lives in them, you know, and yeah, I wanted people to take that away from them, that they felt more of a sense of themselves or, you know, connected to themselves or to their bodies or to the people in their lives. It's a lot to ask, <laughs> you know, but yeah. that was the sense I had when I was writing it anyway. Um, I think that idea of every little helps to, as you say in the poem, to feel at home in the world. Yeah. Yeah, that does come across. What do you think is the, what's the purpose of reading and writing poetry <laughs> <laughs> to you? Yeah. Why well, do we do it? And I think, you know, I don't think anything that we do necessarily has to have a purpose. Okay. You know, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know why poetry is such a, like, sp it's such a specific art form. And it's such a, so outside of all the other kinds of writing that, that I think it feels like the most... Um, natural form of capturing our lives so I think that's the reason why like kind of to a certain extent everyone does it at some point even if they do it secretly you know like all teenagers do it it's yeah. that thing like whenever anyone's feeling anything that kind of feels intense to them they capture it somehow in a poem you know poetry is the thing that lends itself to that immediate experience of life I think I don't know what do you think? no one's asked me that <laughs> Um, what do I think? I, I actually agree, um, does everything need a purpose? Mm. But if it had a purpose, I agree life is not like a novel. It's yeah. sort of these, to me, uh, to me I suppose it's these flashing, flashing moments that sort of link up and they could just be your poems and your collection exactly. that sort of link up. Yeah. So, yeah, um, things that get across something and leave enough enough space for anyone to take it and mould it to themselves. So yeah, the idea there's enough space to make it your own, but it also gets across a feeling that's probably quite universal, but then yeah, you said it, you said it better feel me. better yeah. is the purpose. I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But even if like, you know, if people write poetry sort of in private, like, you know, like I said, like most teenagers do it, don't they? They sort of, they will, they will at some point. That's great, you know, that's for yourself and that, that helps you get to know yourself and that's, I think, that what poetry does it's like and it sort of unlocks stuff that you know if you get into a zone where stuff starts coming through that you you couldn't have got to just from you know like your logical brain then it's like you're learning constantly about your, yourself and it's quite exciting to sort of see what comes out of you it can be really you know pretentious so it can be you know navel gazy but if it's interesting to you then you've learned something about yourself and it's quite you know that's fun, isn't it? It's always fun. Yeah, I might help you accept more yeah. of yourself too, which is nice. Yeah. 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 I like that. If you'd like to get yourself a copy of Hey Bert, you can find it now on the Parthian Books website. I hope you've enjoyed this episode from the Seren Poetry Festival. The music was composed by Martin White. I'd like to say a big thank you to Seren for having me over the festival weekend. If you'd like to find out more about what went on during the festival, you can visit cardiffpoetryfestival.com. <laughs>